Marvin Bagley says he is happy to be in Sacramento. Buddy Heald says he'll do whatever the Kings ask of him, even if it's coming off the bench. And Tristan Thompson steals the show at Sacramento Kings Media Day. You're going to hear it all on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. Hello and welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of your Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports media member, Sacramento Kings media member for the last seven years. This will be my eighth season covering the Kings formerly uh, at KHDK Sports Radio in Sacramento, now at ABC News 10 Television in Sacramento. Very excited for this season for the Sacramento Kings. Very excited to share with you this condensed version of Media Day that I've put together. You're going to hear from head coach Luke Walton, Marvin Bagley, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson, condensed versions of their press conferences with the Sacramento Kings media at Media Day today. I think you're really going to enjoy what all of them have to say. Some very interesting stuff that you are not going to want to miss. But before we get to that, I do want to say thank you really quick because last month, I didn't catch it actually until I looked at the numbers yesterday, but last month, Locked on Kings surpassed 1 million downloads. 1 million downloads now, like 1 million and 80 something thousand right now. So already approaching 1 million, 100,000. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All of you, whether you have been here since the very beginning, whether this is your first listen, you all count towards that tally. And never did I ever think that the Locked on Kings podcast would get to 1 million downloads. That's incredible. I'm so grateful for that. So thankful for that. And that just makes me want to work harder for the next million downloads that we have here on Locked on Kings. I'm going to make sure that content is better than ever. And it starts today with bringing you the inside look that you deserve, bringing you the most listen, uh, need to listen to, need to hear clips from uh, this uh, Sacramento Kings media day. And we are going to start with head coach Luke Walton. Take a listen to what coach Walton had to say. Uh, talked about some of the moves that the, the Kings made this offseason. Uh, I asked Luke about implementing defense and he talks about defense being the primary focus uh, in training camp. Great stuff from the Sacramento Kings head coach. We love the the, the, the players we have and the team we have. Um, you know, for me, it's just giving me basketball players. I, I, want, I, I want guys that that know how to play. I want guys that um, love to compete, that are going to fit the style we want to play. Uh, and from there, we'll use training camp, we'll use the preseason um, to figure out what rotations are best for us uh, going into the start of the season. Um, and whether that's three guards or two bigs, um, that'll all be determined over the, you know, the next few weeks of camp. We haven't actually been able to talk about Davion yet. Just the overall impressions of him and what he brings to your team so far. Yeah, I couldn't be happier with him. Uh, everything we heard, um, the the reports that our scouts gave us uh, when when we were you know making the, the draft pick, I think Monty and his and his crew did another fantastic job. Uh, the type of person we want in our organization, uh, Davion, 
is all of that. I mean, he's he's in the gym uh, before before uh, workouts, after workouts, coming in at night uh, in the weight room, uh, just you know puts his head down and, and just keeps grinding. And that's just what you want. Is it, there's a reason he, as a young man, has already won at so many different levels um, because of you know how he works. Um, so we're thrilled to have him. He's on the shorter size, so you you kind of you you wonder how far up you can guard him as far as you know position uh, you know who 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 he's defending, and you know that's why part of the reason one of the things I'm excited about preseason is to put him on some of these these bigger players uh, and, and see what that looks like. Um, but I can tell you from his um, mentality and, and from. Uh, you know, how he, he views the game, uh, we're going to be able to play him in a lot of different ways. Hi, Luke. Good to see you. Uh, at the start of the offseason, you talked about wanting to work heavily with uh, your players individually working defense this offseason. You talked about um, using uh, some of your assistants, sending them to, to work one-on-one with players. And we've seen multiple videos of the team getting together for workouts this offseason. I was curious, just a, a progress report on how you felt that defensive work uh, went and, and how it is heading into training camp. Yeah, well, defense will be the priority going into camp. I think um, everyone that's involved in this Kings family, from fans to media to uh, players to front office, realize that you know that's where we can make our biggest jump, and that's where we have to. You know, last year I think we're going to be better offensively, but even uh, through uh, you know the the different things that we had to go through last year, we still finished around 12 offensively. It's the defense where we can make a huge jump. So. Uh, that, that was a huge priority going into the, into the summer. And part of that is getting our young players stronger. And I think when you guys see Tyrese and De'Aaron, uh, guys that play big minutes for us and, and see the amount of work they put in on their bodies this summer, that'll already make us a better defensive team. Um, the understanding of what we're trying to do, coming back with players like like Mo and, and TD, now that they've been around the group a little bit, will help bring in Alex Lynn and, and, and Tristan, uh, guys that know what this league is all about into that mix. Uh, those are all things that are going to help our defense. And then we're going to hit, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to hit defense first thing tomorrow, talk about it, work on it. Uh, and then we're just going to keep drilling home uh, all training camp long on it. Can you share maybe a little bit of what you, you of your conversation possibly with Buddy Heald about what's happened over the summer and, and, and where things stand with him right now as far as training camp getting started? Yeah, Buddy looks great. Um, he, he's, he was here working out all last week and he's in a good place and me and him have had, had great talks and, you know, we've been very open about, you know, the, how I need him to help our team and uh, he's up for it. So we're, we're excited that He's back with us and, you know, he's one of the most elite shooters in this league. And we all know how important shooting is uh, in, in today's NBA. So uh, he's happy to be here. We're happy to have him. Yeah, Luke, uh, when you're walking into camp, you have a lot more depth than you had last year. Just what is the competition going to look like at positions? How many sort of starting jobs do you have open at this point? Yeah. Because uh, it looks like you might have one starting job between like four or five players. Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's, it's, um, it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. Players love to compete. You know, you don't get to this level without loving to compete. So uh, there's different groupings I want to see because it's not always about just putting your best five players on the court. It's what players work the best together. And then what gives you um, a second wave that can come in and really uh, do a, a, a great job as well. So 
Um, there's going to be times at camp where I want to see, you know, De'Aaron, Tyrese, and Davion all on the court together. And then there's lineups I want to see where it's, you know, TD, Mo, Alex, Lynn, uh, a more just a gritty veteran, smarter, you know, defensive group. So there's a lot I'm going to be looking at going into camp. Um, but when the competition is that high, you can really judge where you're at as opposed to one group just beating up on another group the whole time. So uh, it's, it's exciting. Coach, I think from our perspective, uh, you know, from the media last year, there were several distractions with Marvin um, as you guys start camp tomorrow. Where, you know, where do you feel things are at with him at this point right now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the answer is the same. Like, we're, look, Marvin is, uh, he had a career year last year. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be distractions. Nothing ever runs perfectly smooth. But that's, I mean, that's part of it. That's how you grow. That's how a team grows. You go through different things. Um, and, you know, it, it, the progress he made last season before he got hurt, um, continue to work this summer. Then we come into camp. And, you know, he's, he, he's tall, he's versatile, he's skilled, um, athletic, he, you know, so he, look, these are all things we're excited to see. Uh, and again, this is where uh, it, it's great to talk about all these things, but where it really comes in is, is watching it live in camp starting tomorrow. So, uh, you know, we're, we're thrilled to have him here and uh, excited about working with him. Before we hear from Marvin Bagley, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson, I want to let you know that today's episode of the Locked On Kings podcast is brought to you by Sleeper. In 2018, fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was just broken. Games were being won and lost based off of whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense. It required very little strategy. It took all the fun out of fantasy basketball. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick. It's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each of their starters to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. So the days of losing because your opponent's players play more than your player does, those days are over. The days of mindless daily fantasy busy work, those are over, as are the days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work. No more with Sleeper's Game Picks. It has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code. And if you play fantasy football and you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus the daily busy work of fantasy basketball, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. You have another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the other good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simpler way to get all that entertainment together in one place without the hassle. It's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. 
Com. Compatible device is required. Content varies by package. We've been waiting a long time for the opportunity to speak to Marvin Bagley. This was our first time to speak to Marvin since all the latest drama with him and things that he liked on social media, taking the Kings out of his bio and uh, going on his podcast that only released one episode talking about why he liked certain things on social media, suggesting he should be traded out of Sacramento and how his camp has been pointing the finger at the Sacramento Kings. All of this happened before this opportunity to speak to Marvin Bagley. So he knew he was going to face questions about it. He did respond kind of. There's one thing in particular that I'm going to want to point out on the back end of this, uh, but also Marvin talks about the things that he's been working on during the offseason, the, the possibility of getting injured again. Take a listen to Marvin Bagley, who's already in his fourth season, believe it or not. Uh, I was working my, my ass off all summer, just making sure I was ready to come back um, and just – show what I've been uh, doing in the summertime. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to kind of be in a spot where I can get better and I'll just, just keep continuing to move forward. Well, when the last time we talked to you, you said that, you know, that, that kid that got off the plane here in Sacramento with the basketball in his hand is still miles away from where you are today. Just now here you are in another media day in Sacramento, which kind of what goes through your mind as you look around and see what's around you now. I'm blessed. Um, I woke up today. Um, you know, I got my family, I got friends, I got people that's close to me that support everything I do, um, that love me. Uh, so I can't complain about nothing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a good spot. I'm right where God want me to be, and um, you know, I'm just ready to to start off another year and continue to show the world what I can do. And Marvin, you said that you've been uh, working your ass off this off season. I'm just curious about what specifically you've been working on. Is it a well-rounded? trying to focus on multiple areas or is it like hitting defense specifically extending the shot? What have you been uh, working on and focusing and what are you looking forward to showing off in training camp? Uh, everything. Um, just, just continuing to tighten up on my strengths. Um, things in my mind that I think during the game, uh, I feel like I can get better at uh, just, there's a lot my overall game. I've been working on it. I've been talking it out with people that I've been with in the summertime coaches that I've been, you know, with Doug, especially, since I've been back here. So uh, it's been, it's been great. I'm excited to come out and, and, and show what I've been working on. And uh, like I said, continue to get, get better and work, move in the right direction. Sorry, Marvin, you said Doug Christie, you've been working with specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Since I've been back in Zach, um, I've been with Doug and, uh, you know, we've been talking about basketball a lot um, and we've been doing some amazing stuff. Been here in the morning, early in the morning before we played and before we uh, lived. So, um, you know, the work is being put in, and I'm just excited to, to show the world, what I, like I said, what I can do. Working with Doug, like, I spent quite a bit of time with Doug <clears throat> myself. Just how much does his knowledge and the way that he approaches things, how much can that help somebody like yourself? Um, I love it. Um, I love basketball and be able to, to be with somebody who loves the game just as much um, and, and can talk the game through and uh, teach me little things that, that I didn't maybe didn't know before and just keeps continuing to talk through the game. And that's something that I love. Um, and that's what he's been able to do for me since I've been here. Uh, he's been showing me a lot of different things on the court, different drills, different small things I can learn how to do, um, use in my body and just, just stuff that I can get, like, I can take with me and use to be able to be a better player. So um, like I said, I, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be um, working with Doug and, and being able to, to, to continue to get better and, and uh, take my game to the next level. I know that uh, injuries and stuff, they wear on you mentally. I mean, it's just, 
it's tough to have a setback. It's just how much are you looking forward to a fresh start and hopefully having a season where you don't have setbacks and that you can go out there and sort of grow into who you should be as a player? Um, I'm not even worried about the injuries anymore, man. I'm, I'm, I'm past it. Um, it happens. Um, I don't wake up in the morning and just say, oh, I'm going to go get hurt today. Uh, I don't know. It's not something I'm thinking about. That's not something that I, no one um, would want to, to happen. So I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm in a great space, man. I'm, I'm blessed. I woke up. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm feeling good. I got family, friends supporting me. Everybody in that, that I know who truly, who are truly in my corner uh, supporting me. So that's all I can ask for, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm going to do whatever, I, you know, whatever the team need. Um, that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, we all want to win. And, uh, you know, if everybody can continue to, to put their, you know, gifts and talents together in a way that we can, can win together, I think that's the that's the, the biggest thing for us this season. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just ready to come out, come out, play hard as I possibly can, do whatever I can to help the team win. And, and you know, hopefully, you know, get past that hump of, of not making the playoffs, and, and uh, that's the that's the ultimate goal. And, and even, you know, winning a championship. So that's what we're thinking. That's what we're thinking about when we're going into these workouts. And um, you know, it has to be like that in order to achieve, you know, what you want to, you know, achieve. You got to think big. And I think we're we're all doing that. And um, like I said, man, I'm here. I'm excited to to get back on the court and and, and have a healthy season. And what do you, you know, I know you said that you're happy to be here, but what do you think of the roster that's been assembled here? And do you think that the, the Kings are, are ready to take that next step forward and, and, and as far as winning and, and overall, what do you think of the, of the group here? Oh, man, I, I think uh, I think we, we're definitely ready to take that next step. Um, Monty, I think he did a great job of you know, putting pieces together um, to, to go out and compete. And like I said, I'm just, you know, excited to be a part of it. Um, you know, we've been here for, well, I've been here for uh, like two weeks now and being able to get a feel for the guys and playing with the guys who are here, um, it's been exciting. So, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just, like, like I said, I'm ha happy to be a part of it. I can't wait to, you know, continue to, to, to learn about the guys and move forward. Hey, Marvin, good to see you, man. Um, you know, as you look back on, on these last couple of years, has it, it's clear you're saying today you've got a pretty strong commitment to this team and the group and, and the season ahead. Has it been fair for people to, to question your desire to be in Sacramento and your commitment for the team? And do you want to say, um, you know, just where you're at right now in terms of your desire to be here and your commitment to this team? Oh, first of all, um, I, I never really worried about what other people would think or say about me. Um, that never really, that doesn't, you know, help me be a better player. That doesn't help me contribute to my teammates and to my team. That never has. Um, my only thing is to, to continue to, to get everything I got to this team as long as I'm here, however long I'm here, whatever. You know, that's God's plan. I'm here um, and I'm going to give everything I got. And that's all that I can control. I can't worry about the other stuff. And like I said, again, I'm excited to be here and um, I'm ready to get another season going. I'm blessed to be able to come into a healthy and um I'm just excited to, to, to finish the season up healthy. Did you catch when he was asked about all that off-court drama? Mainly, he said the same things, the same kind of cookie-cutter answers that he's always given. No surprise there, so I'm not really bothered by that. But he said a couple different times he brought up the family and friends that love him and surround him and support him no matter what he does. Now, I'm not trying to read 
too far into this. And I'm not trying to put words in Marvin Bagley's mouth, but that sure sounds like to me, he's taken the side of the people that have vocally spoken out against the Sacramento Kings. Now I'm not saying he's endorsing what they say, but he hasn't denied it at any point. He continues to not deny it. And now here in this press conference, he talks about how blessed he is and how thankful he is for those people who support him, no matter what, uh, no matter what happens. And, and he continues to lean on those people than he does on others that are maybe more critical of him, but rightfully so the criticisms that Marvin Bagley has faced for the most part have been justified in my opinion. Uh, and once again, he seems to lean more towards the people that will not criticize him, uh, but will continue to hype him up or tell him the things that he wants to hear instead of the things that he needs to hear. So again, uh, maybe just my takeaway from that. I don't know if you read that same thing into those answers, but that jumped off the page to me uh, while we were in that press conference with Marvin. After Marvin was Buddy healed, and of course, Buddy was almost a Los Angeles Laker by all accounts other than the Los Angeles Lakers and Washington Wizards who ended up making their deal. Buddy was asked about that. And even when he's asked about it for a second time later on in the press conference, new Sacramento King Tristan Thompson takes the mic from him, comes to his defense. You're going to want to catch this. We asked the same question to Mark, at least I did a few minutes ago, but um, you know, you can't help what's in the, in the press and, and seeing your name attached to every trade rumor out there. And then here you are in Sacramento today. Is there any part of you that's a little surprised to be sitting here today? Yeah, they love me in Sac. That's why I'm still here. <laughs> but uh, you know, man, it's, 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 it's the business we live in. Uh, each and every day you get a company that compete and uh, guys can move, guys can move. Uh, yeah, I saw it, but I can't control none of that, you know, and, uh, like I said, this is the business we live in. You know, uh, my job is coming in and work my butt off every day and produce and try to uh, produce wins. And uh, I can't get mad at that. And, and uh, you know, I get paid lots, lots, lots of money to do this. So uh, I'm blessed each and every day to come out here and compete. And uh, I love to be around my guys. Uh, you know, I love the team camaraderie we share and all that. You know, the coaching staff has been great. You know, it's been fun. You know, so I mean, I love it. You know, when, whatever happens, happens. I can't control that. But, uh, my job is to go out there and play basketball, and uh, I love it to at a high level. Hey, buddy, you've started for this team. You've come off the bench uh, for this organization before. Does that matter to you uh, really at all? And do we overblow the optics of that sometimes starting versus coming off the bench? I mean, it's the way, it's the way you see it. You know, everybody sees it differently. Uh, man, my job is to come out and play basketball, and uh, whatever I'm called to do, I got to be ready to do it regardless if I like it or not. Uh, and that's just what is being a professional. Just go there and compete, and uh, you know things happen, team changes. But uh, my goal is to be a starter every time I come on the court, regardless. Of it, uh whatever the team needs me to do, or whatever team situation I'm in, I got to be prepared for that. So it's fun, you know, to get on adjust. Like I said earlier, to Sean, just adjusting to whatever you got to do. Yeah, buddy. We talked to Luke, and he said that he's had conversations with you about what's expected, where you're, where you're going to play. You know, the type of role that you might have. Just you can see how many guards this team has. Did you concentrate sort of on maybe getting bigger and stronger to play a little bit more wing this year? Um, or just was it your standard offseason? No, just whatever they call me to do, I just got to do. And, just, you just gotta, and if, I'm, if I'm playing a bigger wing role, I just get, like I say, adjust and toughen up and uh, do what they tell me that I need to do. Buddy, you you were real close to to becoming a Laker, man. That one day, what what was that day like for you? And then just you know, all this other. It was you have a Tristan say what kind of question is that? Question is that? <laughs> well, I you were real close to being day, day one of training camp. Buddy Hield is wearing a Sacramento Kings jersey. Um, that's where his mind and focus is at. 
He's going to have a stellar year. I'm going to set him some great wide pin downs to get him open. Facts. So, you know, that's his mindset right now. What's in the past, in the past, you cannot control that. When you look in the rear view, that's when you crash. We look forward and ahead. What he said, bro. Really a great answer and a fun moment by Tristan Thompson, who to me stole the show in this uh, Kings Media Day round of press conferences, not just because of what he did taking the mic away from Buddy Heald, but his own press conference, the great answers that he gave you're going to hear coming up next. Before that, though, today's episode of Locked on Kings is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. You've heard me talk about them many times before. Built Bars, they're absolutely delicious. Protein bars that taste like candy bars, covered in 100% chocolate, a wide variety of flavors, including like raspberry. My favorite is mint brownie, although I will say that my... uh, Mint brownie being my favorite is is being put to the test right now because we got a box. My wife and I got a box sent to our house of the newest flavor for Built Bar. That's cookie dough. And I love cookie dough. My wife loves cookie dough. We love cookie dough ice cream. Mint brownie and cookie dough ice cream are our favorite flavors of ice cream. When I have these bars, it tastes like I'm eating that kind of ice cream, just not as cold. And also, these bars are better for you. But the cookie dough flavor, oh, man, it's so good, as is the mint brownie. You could give those a try by going to Built.com, ordering a mixed box. You can try all these different flavors out. Uh, and then once you know what flavors you want, you can order those bars specifically and have them sent to your house. These bars are healthy, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Order them today at built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. You're going to hear Tristan Thompson, some great answers, showing some leadership. You know, Tristan, he has kind of this um, reputation about him because of his association with the Kardashians and him being on reality TV and maybe his time with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Some people thought that he was not the guy that he portrayed uh, so far in his press conference. You're going to hear these answers. I think you're really going to like these answers. I was incredibly impressed by Tristan Thompson. So why don't you hear for yourself, make your own decisions. Here is newest Sacramento King, big man, Tristan Thompson, on what he brings to the Sacramento Kings. And I thought it was fitting that he opened his press conference talking about the city of Sacramento and the fan base. I'm excited to be here. Um, You know, uh, Sacramento's always had a, a great fan base, you know, dating back to when, you know, uh, who's actually an OG of mine is Doug Christie, one of the original Raptors legends. So back when he was playing and, you know, I remember as a kid watching and and even now, you know, playing with them with the new arena, the Golden One Center, which the city very much deserves deserved that new arena because uh, sleep train was definitely a, a tough, a tough uh, visiting locker room to go into, not because of uh, because of the aesthetics. So I'm happy that, you know, the team got in the city, got a new uh, arena. They deserved it. But in terms of the team, um, you know, being teammates with Luke for a year and a half, it's crazy how time flies that, you know, at one point we were teammates and he was throwing me high, low passes and getting me some easy buckets around the rim. Now he's, uh, you know, my head coach. It just shows you how quick time flies in this league. And um, with this team, with a lot of great young talent, you know, I want to be able to come in and, you know, pay, pay my knowledge that I've learned from the guys before me forward. You know, having the opportunity to play with, you know, a guy like LeBron and Kyrie and and and, and Kevin, and then having a you know last year playing with uh, an emerging superstar in JT and JB, uh, just you know help help these younger guys. You know, they have a lot of potential, and I know they want to be great. And I think uh, what I can bring to the table is that uh, that knowledge, but also know what it takes to win. Been in, been in a winning culture, and know what the sacrifice is every day to get to that point. 
So that's what I'm just trying to bring each and every day here and level of toughness. Hi, Tristan. Tristan, you've been to the promised land, so you're coming into a locker room that's trying to reach there. And an awful lot of young rookies, an awful lot of young players that don't know that. Do you feel since you've come there that they've been knocking at your door, asking for you for advice, asking you for about your experiences so far and trying to learn from you and take on a board what they can gather from your knowledge? Yeah, no, they definitely ask questions. I think uh, obviously, you know, in the summertime, you know, guys are training and with their family all over the place. I think now that we're all together for a long period of time and we're, we're, Back in the grind mode, I know that uh, you know a lot of guys don't have questions, and I'm I'm always open book. One thing about me, I'm a straight shooter. Uh, I keep it real and just just tell them how how hard it is. You know, it, it's it's tough in this league to be great and to get to the promised land and just put yourself in position to win. It, it's, it's it's it starts from day one. It starts from today, from media day. The mindset you have coming in, and, and you know it's tough. You know it's. it's the season's long, the NBA season's long. It's not like football where you have, you know, um, you know, 16 games in three months, you know, for the NBA, it's, it's, it's a six month commitment and it's practice every day, traveling and, and, and games. So it's not easy, but that's what makes the great ones great. And for me being around the greats and, and seeing what they did and, you know, day in and day out, I want to be able to, you know, pass it on. And I think that's, that's what this league should be about. You know, the guys, you, the knowledge you get from the, the greats before you, you should pass it on to the to the younger generation, and that's how you keep this league growing, and that's how you keep these this uh you know the great players and turn these guys into the next great great superstars in our league. Um, you look at Marvin Bagley, and mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sure you watch him from afar. He's got all the physical skills and tools, but because he's missed so much time, he needs help specifically on the defensive end. How, as a veteran? Can you help him along and put him under your wing and sort of help him develop? Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, Marvin has a lot. Of, he had, a, you know, some, some unfortunate injuries in his career. And I know for, for a young player, it's definitely frustrating, especially because you want to be out there and play and you want to, you want to showcase yourself each and every night. And unfortunately, uh, you know, things happen. I think uh, for him, what I could do is, um, you know, just, just, just be that, that person you can lean on. Um, I know you said defensively. How you can have, I think it's, I think the def- defense, it's all about a foundation. I think um, sometimes teams try to skip steps before their, their, their players are ready. And it's whether it's, uh, you know, adding too much stuff to the defensive playbook before the team is ready, or even for an individual player, if you know he might be a little behind. And it's like anything in life, you know, not everyone's gonna pick up things as quick as others. So that's when it comes down to, you know, players and coaches to put the extra work in, especially for a guy that, you know, that you care about and you want to see succeed, you, you have to do that. And for me, you know, if I see things that I know he might not be grasping or needs help with, I'm always going to be an open door policy where I can help him. But even in practice, if I see something that I know is, he's not grabbing onto, I'll be there to help him because, you know, that's, that's my job as a veteran leader. And, and, and in order to win, you know, everyone's got to be on the same page. So, I mean, I, you know, with Coach Longo coming in and being the defensive guy, you know, I've been with him for, shoot, including for like five years. So I know exactly the things we're going to do defensively. So I could be a, definitely a, a great teacher for Marvin. But just for the other guy, I don't think it's just Marvin specifically. we got so many new young guys here. I think everyone's going to need to, you know, need help on it. So I, wouldn't, I would never, you know, point out one guy in, in particular just because it's going to be new for everyone. So, um, so not just Marvin. I think everyone's just going to – we all going to need help together to, to – to, to understand this and build that foundation. 
what is it about this team specifically that intrigues you and makes you excited to come into work? Um, they're fun to watch and fun to play against. I mean, they're a type of team, if you don't come ready to play, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll go on a, you know, 17-5 run on you. And, you know, scoring was never an issue. They were fun to watch and, and they got a lot of possessions and they made basketball fun. To, I, you could tell guys were having fun out there on offense. I think defensively, you know, that was an area where they got to be better at. But, um, but that happens, you know, when, you're, when your team is young and you're trying to, guys are trying to figure, figure themselves out, but also figure out, you know, what coach wants. As young players, it's tough sometimes. So I think uh, with them bringing in some veteran guys that can kind of help lead and then kind of lead by an example, but also be out there to kind of help those young guys defensively, you know, catch up. I think it's a, it's a great mesh. You know what I'm saying? I think any when you build when you build a team, it's about it's a puzzle piece, right? You can't have too many guys that do too many of the same things. It's a puzzle piece. So uh, I think they've done a good job this summer. You know, grabbing some pieces that can that can mesh to build a build a, a proper puzzle. And uh, it's going to be on us to keep coming together, to keep working every day to push each other. Hey, Tristan, this team, especially recently, has been on the cusp of, of that next step of, of reaching the playoffs. And it's just eluded them. Based off of your experience, what do you see that is missing on this team that you are are hoping to bring, even if it's off the court? Um, I think uh, the NBA, it's, it's literally a possession game. And I think, uh, if you look at... I think the point difference in terms of wins and losses is like a possession and a half, two possessions, maybe tops. So that's just two more stops. So I think because um, I've been on both sides, I've been on winning teams. I've been on teams that have been in a situation like this team where, you know, you're around the cusp and you and you feel like you, you know, you should have that chance to make the playoffs. And I've been on a straight rebuild situation. So this I, I've been in this position before. I think it was when Mike Brown was the coach in my third year. It was me, Kyrie, Dion, Luol Dang. I think we had uh, Andrew Bynum. We were, we were on the cusp. I think we finished like 10th or 9th in the East. But um, it's about possession games. I think when it gets to the fourth quarter or even the second half, you just, you, you got to eliminate those, those, those eight old runs. You got to cut those down. I think obviously, you know, in, in the first quarter, you know, things happen where teams are, are on hot starts. But third and fourth quarter, you can't, afford to have teams go on those big runs because they'll set you back so much that you have to dig yourself out of a crazy hole to even put yourself in a position to win. So I think for this team, it's just limiting those 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 runs that, that teams may go on. And um, I think that, that will help a lot. So it starts defensively. I think that should be the main focus for us going into training camp is uh, how can we force this, you know, two or three extra stops in, in, in the course of a game where you know, stop the bleeding. You know, hearing you talk about your experiences in the league, being with winning teams, being in rebuilding situations. Uh, now you look around the room you're in uh, today, and I just wonder, where do you feel like this Kings team is on that that spectrum in terms of, you know, just trying to be competitive or um, whether the, the pieces might be here uh, for a team that could make the playoffs? No, I think this, this team could be very competitive. Um, like I said, scoring is not an issue for this team. So one thing is if you can score, you can definitely win a fair share of games. But if you want to get to that next step in terms of being a playoffs, it's about what you can do on the defensive end because there's very few teams in our there's very few teams in this league that can play zero defense and just score enough points to win. And you know, there's probably five of those teams, maybe, maybe only four that can get away with that uh, each and every night. But um, I feel like for our team and what we're trying to build, I think uh, defense has got to be a priority. I think um, if we're able to just 
just come together with a, with a couple more stops, it changed the whole outcome of the game. I think a couple stops take you from being a, you know, 11th in the West or 10th in the West to being, you know, an eighth seed or have a chance to play in the playing game. So I think that that's something that this team has potential to do. Um, I think we have, we have the right personnel that can, that can do it. And I think it's just about growing. I think the key for us is to have a, have a good start. So training camp will be important for us. I think preseason will be important. Of course, it's got to be a balance in terms of like you want to keep guys fresh and everything like that. But I feel like uh, with, with a younger team, it's always good to have a have a, have a hot start because a lot of those veteran ball clubs. I remember out, when I was on a veteran team, you know, we wouldn't start hitting our stride till maybe around Christmas. So for our for this team right now, being a younger team, we got to take advantage of those those veteran teams kind of having a slower start. Like I said, I thought Tristan Thompson absolutely stealed the show or stole the show. He was very impressive uh, in his press conference. I look to look forward to talking to him more as the season goes on, seeing what kind of veteran he can be for this Kings locker room. Still a question mark about how much playing time he's going to get, where he fits in this rotation. We'll have to see with all of that. But based off that press conference, I'm very happy that Tristan Thompson is a Sacramento King. What are your takeaways from these uh, Kings press conferences that you have heard here on Media Day? And remember, De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton, they spoke to the Kings media before Media Day. I actually did an episode on that um, last week, early last week, that you can go and listen to. Davion Mitchell also spoke with the media. Harrison Barnes spoke with the media. Jamias Ramsey spoke with the media. I didn't do an episode on those, but you can find those online. Find those on YouTube or on like ABC 10. Listen to or go to abcden.com and you can see the feed uh, put up there by Sean Cunningham, who was live at the Golden One Center for Media Day today. So uh, you can go and check out all of that. But what are your takeaways from Media Day so far or, or, or to this point? Your thoughts on Marvin Bagley, what Luke Walton had to say, what Buddy Hilda to say, Tristan Thompson, send them to me at Matt George Sack on Twitter. You can email me mattgeorgesports at gmail.com and feel free uh, to leave uh, your thoughts in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, the NBA 2K22 giveaway is finished. It finished last weekend, but this is not the only giveaway I'm going to do. In the very near future, I'm going to be doing a similar giveaway, except I'm going to be giving away some kind of Sacramento Kings paraphernalia, whether it's a shirt, a hat, maybe even a jersey. Uh, so keep an eye and an ear out for that. And yes, I still want to do a fans-only episode. That's going to come up here as we approach the start of the regular season. By the way, we are uh, I'm recording this on Monday night. You're probably listening to this on Tuesday, but we are a week away as on Monday night uh, from the start of preseason for the Sacramento Kings. I think it's the Phoenix Suns that they play first. Absolutely crazy that it's that close. Training camp begins tomorrow, Tuesday, their first day of practice. Uh, so King season is here, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready for all the fun that that brings. And of course, you will have all the information and all the coverage you need and then some here on the Locked on Kings podcast. Thanks again for 1 million downloads. That's crazy to say. I look forward to the millions more coming soon. And I look forward to having you back with me on the next episode of Locked on Kings. Expected to be joined by Jason Jones of The Athletic tomorrow. We'll talk about uh, some of these things from Media Day, his thoughts on what some of the players had to say. And we're going to look, take a look at the whole Summer League roster and talk about which of the lesser-named players or the, the, the two-way players or the role players which one of those players have opportunities or he thinks will have opportunities to actually crack the Kings rotation. That's all coming on tomorrow's Locked on Kings podcast. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to Locked on Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network.